Today's video is brought to you by storyboardthat.com. Please visit teachercast.net slash storyboardthat for a limited time offer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 21 of the Principal Cast podcast, hosted by myself, Dr. Spike Cook, Teresa Stagger, and unfortunately, Jessica Johnson is not here tonight, but she is with us in spirit. Our topic for tonight is the before and after school principal. Yes, we're going to talk about what happens before and after the workday. This weekly podcast uh, is a weekly roundtable discussion about the current topics in education leadership. If you'd like more information on us, check out our website at principalcast.com. You can engage with us in several different ways, such as through Twitter, at PrincipalCast, or you can also go on iTunes and download our podcast. Tonight's topic, the before after school principal, is brought to you by Storyboard That, the world's best online storyboard creator. Did you know that you can enjoy 25% off of any purchase today at storyboardthat.com slash teachercast? Yes, you can. It is amazing, and we recommend that you sign up for that. So we're going to start out with our weekly segment uh, before we get into our topic. And also want to apologize for anyone who's in the chat room. Uh, we had a slight delay, but we are rocking and rolling. And I want to give a big shout out to my friend Joe Sanfilippo because I have his Fall Creek Go Crickets hat on. And uh, we are looking forward to having him later on in the month uh, as he will be visiting the principal cast. Teresa, are you there? Teresa, I'm not hearing you. Can you hear me? Hear me? Yes, now I can. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry about that. I uh, I wanted to share that uh, Jose and Filippo said, uh, Spike, man, you never look better. It's such a solid look for you. Nice. <laughs> I wanted to share that with you. <laughs> Very nice. So... So yeah, sorry, we were, um, for those of you who don't know, Sundays are a, a really rough day at the, uh, at the Stagger household. We are, or we're transitioning, we go in and pick up my kids from their dad, and, and so Sundays are usually a, a late night, and normally I have a good hour buffer before I get back, but today it was about right. four minutes. So, so we, we pushed it today, but, um. So we were just, my lovely husband was just my handsome husband. He's not lovely. He's handsome. And he came in a, and just tried to read because I forgot I needed one more USB port. And so he came and hooked everything up. So I think we're good now. So I apologize for the craziness. But um, I think uh, everything's pretty, pretty good with us. We've gone now through, I think, our second, our second full week of school since, um, since Christmas. <laughs> And uh, we're that, that we're continuing with the snow that we haven't had any snow, oh or or that we haven't had a four day week. This, oh this, right, this, okay. The second five day school week we've had because of snow. Um, we this year we uh, or this I think this week we're actually looking at 
Tuesday as a pretty good we I don't know how it is in, in the rest of the country, but in Michigan, we usually get a really good uh, snowstorm like the third week in March. So we're ready for it this week. And from what I understand, it's coming on Tuesday, which is perfect because on Wednesday, I am heading out to the McCall Conference. It's the Michigan Association of Computer Users and Learning. And there are a lot of our fellow Twitter um, peeps that will be there. And I'm really excited about that. So I'm leaving on Wednesday to go do that. And this is actually, I told, like I told my husband, I said, this is, I'm excited to go because the first, um, the first time that I went to this, I was a music teacher and I was in a, a district that, you know, anything that was, that could be considered collaborative was blocked. Okay. And so it was, it was really difficult and it was frustrating because I went to this conference and I thought, man, I could bring home so much information to these other teachers. They sent me because I was one of the techie people in the district, even though I was the music teacher. And so I came back and I said, you know, this would be, there are so many things that we could bring back to this group, but there was no way it was ever going to happen because of the, the constraints that we had in that district. And so now it's a completely different ballgame because I'm going as the lead learner. I'm going as the principal. I'm going as the person, the decision maker. And, you know, anything that we want to do, we really can. So it, it's exciting to go this time. Last time I was excited because I didn't know what to expect, but I heard it was really cool. And then I came back disappointed. This time I'm, I'm really excited because I think it's going to be just so, so much better. And I know so many more people now through Twitter and through, you know, principal cast and through all of these different avenues that we've had. It's a, it's a completely different ballgame for me now. It's been three years and it's, it's, it's totally different. So I'm thrilled. I'm really excited for you because I've I've heard some chatter about it too. I, I know you you've always talked very highly of the organization. Yeah. And I started putting two and two together um, when I saw some folks tweeting out about going to McCall. So uh, Aaron Klein is going to be there. Yep. Who I, I'm a big fan of Aaron Klein. Uh, she's she's very awesome and helpful. I got a chance to meet her at ASCD last year. Um, the nerdy teacher. Um, Yep. Yeah, because he's from right down the road. He lives um, he lives probably not more than 20 minutes from here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah he and I are in almost neighboring. We were in, in close to neighboring districts, but um, yeah, he's he's really great. Yeah, he's a, he's a legend. And then who else did I see that was going to be there? Um, George Kuros is going George to be Kuros there. George Kuros is going to be there. Wow. Check you guys. Todd Nelson Lee is going to be there. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I know. There's going to be Very a, I, cool. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You should so it's be. It's just a different, yeah. It's, you and know, it's, just, it? it's a, it's in, um, it's in Grand Rapids, which unfortunately is right off of Lake Michigan, which only means that there will be more snow. Okay. Um, so <laughs> more snow than we already have. We've, we've still got a good, probably 10 inches on the ground. Um, you know, it just won't go away, but but they've got a lot more out there. So it's in Grand Rapids. It's on the west, the very west side of the state. It's where the um, the President um, Gerald Ford Library is. Okay. Yeah, so a very historical place. But it's a beautiful city, and it's about two and a half hours from where I am. So I'm I'm just really really excited to go. I think it's going to so, be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait to share next week. But what about 
you, Spike? What's going on? Well, I will say that we also, I mean, March for us came in like a lion, you know, just uh, <laughs> we had <laughs> off last Monday. Um, we had a 90 minute delay on Tuesday. And um, on Tuesday, that was when we were having our big Read Across America event, which oh, yeah. went over really well, even though we had a 90 minute delay because we had scheduled it for the afternoon anyway. Oh, good so call. we had um, teachers uh, in every grade level. They dressed up. Uh, they dressed up as characters from the books. They tried to uh, to basically deliver the books, which was really cool. Uh, our first grade teachers. Do you know the book Pinkalicious and Purple? I do. Yeah. And you know who else does is that you should see Jess. Jess and some of her teachers dressed up as Pinkalicious and Purplelicious. Is that one of the characters? Yeah, that's one of the characters. Yeah, yeah. they dressed up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they the first grade teachers did that. Uh, the second grade teachers, uh, I can't remember what they did. Third grade teachers did something about um, cowboys and cowgirls. And then uh, fourth grade teachers taught the kids the book. Uh, or actually, it's from the song One Love from uh, Bob Marley. They turned that into a children's book. And oh. my one teacher taught them sign language. So Very they did cool. like sign language on like the, the chorus stuff, like one love and, and all that. And that was really cool. And then they were up there dancing. Uh, the fifth grade, fifth grade teachers did little red riding hood. And my fifth, one of my fifth grade male teachers actually was the little red riding hood. And <laughs> <laughs> he always takes one for the team. Uh, That's fantastic. Yeah, was, was he the was, same guy that was your elf on a shelf? For yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So if you guys, if you didn't see this, Spike, I hope you can share this. If you didn't see this, it was the best. Spike, Spike had posted this this update. Like it was probably like the last day of school before Christmas. Right, right. And it was one of his, his fifth grade teacher in the elf on a shelf costume, sitting on the top of the shelves in the classroom. Oh, it he's... was hysterical. I showed it to my to my staff, and they were dying. Oh, he is he's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I actually, um, it's funny. I get a chance to go up with him. And uh, I think she was pinkalicious uh, tomorrow. We have a um, we have a workshop up in uh, Central Jersey, and we're actually going to go see Alan November. Um, so, oh, other wow. than uh, Ryan Hudson is his name, being very crazy and doing all kinds of stuff for the school, he's super super technology uh, centered and does a lot of like he's the first one that did augmented reality in our district. Um, yeah, oh, this guy. Wow. Yeah, he really does does a lot of good work. He's on Twitter. I was actually trying to find his information. Um, so, um, so that people could follow him, but yeah, he does, he does a lot of, a lot of really cool stuff and, and the kids just, just adore him, you know, and, uh, oh, he is at Hudson five, two, four on Twitter. So Hudson H U D S O N. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he, um, yeah, he was the one that that was Little Red Riding Hood. So, um, and it was really cool though because we had the local newspaper came and did a story, and we got it. We got a really good press about it. And um, I read. I started the whole assembly off. I read the Little Engine That Could. That's one of my favorite uh, yes. books from childhood. I didn't want to cry, and I didn't. But I, I'm telling you, that was like I think the first book that I really read and understood. And uh, it's funny because like I was actually as I was reading it, I was I was drawing these parallels between because um, I've always 
associated the I think I can, I think I can, you know, just with life. But then I started thinking about, you know, that one part of the book where they talk about the the one train that gets stuck and all the other trains that pass it by. And I was thinking a lot about that. Like, you know, was I, can I be that train to get the other train over the mountain so that the kids get the toys and the food and all the kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I had like one of those moments, like actually as I was reading it. So it was really cool. Um, so that's been going well. Uh, so, you know, we finished the week off doing a couple other events and I've just been, you know, just same old extreme busyness. Um, had a great weekend though. And got a chance to get outside. It was, it, it got up to 60 degrees in oh. South Jersey. So so jealous. So but jealous. you know what? It got out to like 48 here on Friday, and you would have thought it was 80 degrees. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure people were oh. wearing um, oh shorts and flip flops, and-, and the kids were outside without jackets on. It was completely ridiculous. But it, it was it. You know what? We opened windows, and the sun was shining, and it just it felt like it was June. It, yeah. it was beautiful. I'm sure and you guys are doing that too, because you've had a lot of snow this year. Yeah, it's been it's been a crazy, crazy winter for us. So yeah, any any time we get something something like that, and it's supposed to be better like on Monday and Tuesday. So um, oh, I've already prepped. You know, of course, my staff will know that there'll be some sort of fire drill or evacuation drill um, right. on Tuesday. Yes, there. You know what? We have a new. There's going to be a new law. Um, next year in Michigan, that we have to have all of our all of our um, shelter in place drills, fire drills, tornado drills, all actually scheduled with the dates on the books by September. Oh, really? And you know, we've been you know we've been doing a lot of the same thing, where at least a lot of us have that you know it's it, it's beautiful outside. So let's you know let's let's, let's do, do a fire it. drill yeah. today. Yeah. So the discussion was, you know, what is that going to look like next year if we have to plan them? Because there was, and even when I was teaching, you know, we'd have days that were planned and then it was pouring rain. We're like, okay, no, no fire drill today because right. it's, you know, it's pouring rain. So I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah, I don't know. And we try to do them at different times, um, you know, just to kind of keep everybody on their toes. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. We, yeah. we have to do one fire drill a month and then one. Uh, safety drill so it can it's either like a lockdown or a evacuation drill or something like that so so anyway so tonight we are talking about um the before and after school principle so hopefully we'll get we have a lot of uh, folks in the chat room and hopefully they can they can help us out with this um you know it's interesting when we decided to do this topic a few weeks back we were talking about you know, activities and stuff. And I think I was the one that put in the before school because for elementary school, we do actually a lot of activities beforehand. Um, I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys do that? You know, we, it's, it's touch and go. When I taught in the building that I was in before, we did everything after school or before school because our school, they started at 906 and we ended at 402. Okay. And so doing things after school, you know, even if it's 45 minutes, put you at almost five o'clock. So we would do staff meetings, et cetera, as a staff, all of, most of our activities were before school. Band was before school um, because you could start it at eight o'clock and it was still a decent time. Really? You, know, you could have oh, so an hour's okay. worth of work. Yeah, because we would start it at eight. The, the trouble that we run into where I am now is we have pre-K through eight and 
our school day goes from 8.30 to 3.30. So having things before school, the staff meetings we've been having after school, because a lot of our teachers, this is the first year that this has happened, that a lot of our teachers have um, children. We have, we have young children. You know, I have a preschool and a kindergartner. One of our teachers has a kindergartner. One of them has a first grader and a second grader. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of, of the parents who bring their kids to school. And so to have something before school is difficult for us because we have a small staff so we can work around that. So our staff meetings are still on Thursdays after school and most of our, you know, Lego club and bowling club and um, cheer and, you know, any of the, any of those clubs are immediate banned immediately after school from 3.30 to 4.30. Um, and that seems to work for us. Now, as, as our own children get older, I would prefer to have staff meetings in the morning because I feel like, and, and I felt like this when I was teaching too, when I had band in the morning and when I had my staff meetings in the morning, once the actual day started, I was awake, I was focused, I was ready to go. Right. And I kind of miss that even, you know, even working on my own, I find as a, as a new principal, that I'm struggling with how to schedule my morning because I come in and I always like to have my door open unless I absolutely cannot, you know, unless it's something that I have a meeting or a a deadline or a phone call or something that I have to close my door. But if my door's open, then, you know, then you open yourself up for, you know, anybody who wants to step in. And as a teacher, I was that person, you know, I always stopped in the principal's <laughs> office. Right. Hang out. You know, I was like, yeah. What's going on? That's right. You know, and thank God she was okay with that. And I'm okay with it, but it makes my productivity in the morning s- slim to none. Yeah. So you guys started eight 30. So if you don't mind me asking then, cause that was no, my first right. question, how early is early enough? Like what time do you try to get there? Right. You know, I, I bring my, my children with me to school and my goal, and I'm going to throw this out there. My kids love latchkey. Okay. Okay. They love going to latchkey. So I, I am not a morning person. I never have been. I don't know that I ever will be. I try so hard, but I, I just, I love to sleep, but, and I'm so much more productive at night. And I know that there are ways that you can fix it, but it's just, it's just not me. So I, I go, my goal every morning is to get out of the building, it, out of my, my house at 745. We are at school by eight. And that allows me to, because I can't get comfortable in my office, which is kind of the, the point behind it is I'm, I'm around, I'm walking through the classrooms. I'm in the breezeway with the kids. I'm kind of um, out because I haven't had a chance to get in and get focused yet. So it allows me to spend a half an hour to 45 minutes out in the lobby, in the classrooms. And then once the bell rings, I, I talk to any parents who are there and then I go into my office after announcements and all of that. So, but if my children were a little bit older or it wasn't out of my way for my husband to take them to work or to school on his way to work, I would, I would love to be there by like seven o'clock. Right. Right. You know, but I don't know, but I stay late as well because they enjoy after school. They want to go to Lechke. So it works out better for me to stay after school. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, um, 
I mean, I have uh, part of them. What I'm, what I say, I'm part of the morning crew, so I do, I do have to get my kids to a babysitter, watch them every morning. Okay. And then I try to get there by eight. Our school day starts at eight fifty, uh, okay. and that's a soft eight because I'm not, I'm not a morning person. So yeah, okay, I good. <laughs> oftentimes, I'm calling the secretaries and telling them just a little bit late. I'm running just a little bit late. Um, we when we have our staff meetings, which um, we have those twice a month, and uh, we don't really have traditional staff meetings. We have more like PLC. Yeah. They they start at eight o'clock. So on those days, I have to really hustle to make sure I get there because I have about a forty-five minute drive. Oh, um, okay. But just like you, I'd like to be there in the morning and and everything. Um, and it's funny, like one of the questions is, you know, how early is early enough? I have one teacher, and bless her heart, she is there when the doors open at six a.m. every day by Hooker yeah. Crook, and to her credit, she also is there every day during the summer, unless her hallway wow. is, is closed and being, you know, um, cleaned. So um, she's there with the uh, the custodian who's opening up the door. So I'm, I'm certainly not there. Um, and I can't ever beat anybody there. So I, I gave up on that a long time ago. Um, we do a lot of our activities in the in the before school, because if you think about it, starting something at eight o'clock, it actually works out better for the parents. Um, if right. they have their kids uh, participate in something, they can drop them off on their way to work. Um, so our almost everything that we do is before school, because I feel like because we we um, you know, we start a little bit later. Plus, yep. we don't have to worry as much about the busting uh, situation because yeah. most of our kids walk. So, um, so we're a little neighborhood school. Um, we do have a couple buses, but if people want to go to the morning programs, they have to provide their own uh, transportation. Right. Um, the other thing is, I feel like it's a good time for me to meet with parents. Um, or teachers, like you said, like people who want to drop in and stop in. Um, right. You had mentioned about keeping your door open. I don't. Did I ever tell you that I have a pocket door? No. Yeah. See, my office is so <laughs> small. My front office is so small and and cluttered with stuff that they built a pocket door. So most of the time, my pocket door is slid wide open. Um, what is a pocket door? You don't know what the pocket door is? Um, one time I, I need to do like a, like a Google Hangout with you from my office. Um, basically the door slides in, like there's the door jam and then there's the door and it slides into the wall. Oh, 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 okay. I just didn't yeah. know that was the name of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like if you just put it in your little pocket. I need one of those. <laughs> Because my, you know what? I got your pictures of your office, and oh, I thought, you did? dude, okay. <laughs> if he knew, it's so sweet. Like, I'm like, like I, I bet mine is half the size of yours. So it was like, I saw, I saw, and I went, oh, <laughs> we'll have to do a hangout. It will enjoy it. It'll be good okay. Time. Yeah, maybe it, you know, one night if I could, I would love to do like principal cast live from my office. Oh, that'd be fun. That would and be I have fun. to do it at a different at a different time. Yeah, and like kind of record it, you know, because I know, well, Jessica does it all the time because it's just easier <laughs> for her. she lives like two and a half minutes she lives from, two our, minutes, from yeah. school. See, it's and that's totally the other different. thing. Like, it, like I think, like one of the other things about the before after school principal, and I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later, is like working in the community that you right. live in or living yes. in the community you work in. And thank goodness for me, I, I am a good, you know, 40, 45 minutes away. Um, yeah. Like I was going to the um, supermarket today with my two kids and I see our, the superintendent of our school district 
you know, coming out of ShopRite. And I thought about that because I thought, man, I am so glad that like when I just go around doing my day to day things that I don't see people that I work with because it's just, you know, what would have stopped me from going up to him and saying, hey, uh, I was just wondering about, you know, such and such program or ask a question or right. something like that. You know, the poor guy's just trying to go in and get his, um, you know, his bread and, you know, carrots for the week or something, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know how are you don't live in the community that you work though. I do, but I don't, when I taught, I did not. And, um, that was by design. I purposely okay. didn't because I taught K through five and then I taught nine through 12. So there was no, you know, there was no getting out of the, um, the community at that point. Like, you know, there's no, there's no privacy, but when we moved here, because because I teach in a private school, the kids are everywhere. So, you know, we, we live in a pretty rural area and we're close to a small town. So there are, to answer your question in, a, in an easier way, there are like three families that live in the subdivision that we live in. Okay. Um, that go to my school and the, the kids know where I live. Um, okay. They, they, in fact, they came up one day. They're, I, I had thrown my back out earlier um, in like October. It was probably October, November. And my doorbell rang. My husband and the kids went to go get the door. And I heard I heard Christmas caroling. And oh. I was like, that's bizarre. <laughs> so I got up and it was all these kids from my school, but they were dressed in like tutus and ninja masks. And like this crazy costume, oh, they just put on awesome. wigs. It was hysterical. And so we gave them all this leftover Halloween candy that we have because our it poured here for Halloween. So we gave them all this leftover Halloween candy. And we were like, thank you. Have a good day. And they left. <laughs> and like 10 minutes later, they came back and there were more of them. And so it was, it's just, it's cute because, you know, it's, it's, you know, we only have 120 kids in the school. So it's right. a very close knit school it's a very close-knit community so i don't i don't mind it so much um, you know, as i did when i was teaching it's interesting because you said like jessica she lives like two minutes away and i know um you know joe sanfilippo who does who's also in wisconsin mm -hmm. he lives literally like you said right across the street like when he visited my when when he visited my school he looked out you know he said like technically like i'd live like right there so right you know so um it just seems like you know, there are, there are some people who, you know, that that's what they choose to do. And that's, that's, you know, what's, you know, possible because they are, you know, we do work long hours. Like I was looking through the chat room and everyone's like kind of been chatting with each other, asking yeah. questions about things, which is pretty cool. And, um, like Brian Alabak was, um, you know, talking about his hours, you know, the teacher hours or, you know, he's at the high school. So he has, um, you know, seven, 10, you know, the teachers have to be there, right. um, <clears throat> but then they get out a little bit early. Um, and then it's, it's interesting because when you look at like some of the hours that they're working and we're going to get into that a little bit later, but, um, you know, he, he's working, you know, 12, you know, basically right. 14 hour days. Um, so, yeah, between yeah, it's well, it's actually now I'm now I'm falling into one of your your things where it's like you start looking at the chat room and then all of a sudden it just keeps it keeps going. I know. Stop there it. is a setting. If you go on the bottom next to the the people, 
like next to the little person with the number, uh-huh. there's the little settings button and you can, you can uncheck the scroll to latest message. I learned that. Oh, uh, okay. Awesome. Okay. I know. Cool. Yeah. Chris, um, you know what? Chris Nasty just made a good point. He said, I don't mind seeing kids at school. And you know what? I don't either. And I didn't, I don't as a principal, when I was teaching, I think, um, I struggled with, especially as a first year teacher, I struggled with knowing what was appropriate and what was not. And, you know, it's just that the very beginning little bit, I think now it wouldn't bother me so much, but like wanting to go out to dinner and just relax, you know, if I want to have a drink at dinner, I don't want to have to worry about somebody seeing me with a glass of wine, Yes, you know, or one of my kids are having to explain it or anything like that. But they're, you know, going to target and seeing the kids or going, you know, like none of, none of that. It was little things like that when you're on your off, off time. Yeah. And and I think that gets down to just, yeah, what, what people's personal preferences. Cause I know like, you know, sometimes if we go out like for like a happy hour or something like that, like we definitely, we, you know, we would love to to support local businesses and stuff, but most of the time we're, we're, we'll go to like another town or something like that. Cause you know, sometimes you just need time, you know, to be away from everybody, but um, just need a a break. But I think there's something cool to be said about that. Like where you are embedded in that town. And, you know, I picture, you know, some of the, the, you know, the people were saying that you live like right across the street. Right. And then if you have like a little downtown or something like that, it, it probably could get pretty cool. And I'm sure if you wanted to go, yeah, you know, you, you could just find another place to, to go out to eat or just to have some, right. you know. Um, so what I was also going to ask you was about, um, so after school, so you said you guys get done at 3.30, Mm-hmm. Okay. So what time do you usually stay until? It depends on the day. Um, you know, there are some days that I, that I have evening commitments that are, you know, my personal commitments. So, you know, going up to Sterling Heights for church, which is an hour without traffic, um, you know, from here, et cetera. But I, I am normally at school until four thirty or five o'clock. And then I come home and I work at home. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is my kids love to be in latchkey, which is great, but I don't have them on the weekends. So I want to make sure that I can see them while we're at home. And if that means, you know, it, at least being in the same place while we're at home, um, you know, I, and most of, most of what I can do, I don't, most of my meetings take place during the day. Um, you know, it's not, it's not very often that I have something scheduled right after school. So I'm at school till 4.30, sometimes five o'clock, maybe 5.30 if it's late. And then I come home and I'll work a little bit. We have dinner, we hang out, and then I work after the kids go to sleep. So when you leave at 4.30, is your school a ghost town or is it still hopping? It's pretty, other than the kids who are in Latchkey, it's pretty much a ghost town because we've got, our kids are, are very athletic. Mm-hmm. And most of our practices, we don't have a gym, so most of our practices are held somewhere else. The clubs are usually done by four thirty. By four thirty, staff meetings are done by four thirty, quarter to five. And you know, because we've made we we've tried to make everything digital this year. And remember that we only have one class per grade. There's not a lot of reason for them to have to stay in the building. Okay, they can do whatever they want to do from home. Right. Yeah, you know, so I mean, it's, it's a little bit different because there's not a lot of collaboration that has to happen. So, you know, it's, it's a very different, different scenario, but it works for us. 
You know, and that's something that I want to pose to the the folks in the chat room is, do you value, you know, the the basically the time in the building, you know, as an administrator when you're looking at teachers? Like, say you even have a teacher who's looking to move up, they're certified or they're going through the process. Does it matter if they check in, check out, you know, when they're supposed to be there? You know, as uh, as some people say in my district, I give you the best seven hours and five minutes of, of my day. Um, or do you like, would you rather have them either coming in early or staying late? Because mm-hmm. I ask that as kind of a rhetorical question. When I leave, I, I'm a, I'm, I, I've found that I'm more productive between the hours of like four and seven. I don't know why, yeah. just all of a sudden, like I really am. Yeah. And um and my wife is very supportive of me like staying late and getting things done just because I think the, the role, of the principal, there's a lot of times that you know, during the day, I don't get a chance to do the things um, like, you know, check email and, and go back right. and forth, you know, you know, with folks and uh, you know, return phone calls and stuff. So I just find myself staying late. We do have a couple of after school activities that go on. We have a, um, a club 21, which is a 21st century, um, project where we have uh, about 25 kids that stay. They do a lot of cool stuff, a lot of high tech um, things. Um, and then we have a latchkey as well. But, and then the, in the evening, our school is open. So there's usually like, a, there's a soccer practice or there's basketball. So, so there's a lot of activity going on, but I would say teacher wise, <clears throat> most of my teachers come in the morning. Uh, they're there early. They're there earlier than they need to be. Um, to get themselves set up and then they're they basically leave like it gets pretty cleared out by 4 4 15 where I'm sorry about 4 15 4 30 because our our day goes okay. from 8 8 50 to um 355 so okay um so usually I'm there and there's no one else there you know like I, I, if I work late and sometimes I do that just to get ca- caught up on things or blog or you know work on right. uh, my book or something like that I like staying at the office so I don't have anybody bothering me and it's pretty you know it's pretty dead yeah yeah and th- and that's okay you know it's yeah. it's really what's what works best for everybody um, I just quickly want to uh, remind everybody about our sponsor storyboard that it's an amazing website that I've really grown to love with its incredibly simple interface students of all ages can begin making their own storyboards in seconds with little to no instruction needed. There are over 400 characters 225 scenes and 45,000 images in the search that I can quickly find the content that I want. I love how after I finish my storyboard I can download to a PowerPoint in, or even click the slideshow and see it live on the site, which is very cool. So please be sure to uh, go to storyboardthat.com slash slash teachercast and get 25% off any purchase. Very cool. And also, did you know that uh, TeacherCast is doing a pod fun campaign? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He just yes. launched it. Um, they have 54 days. He has 54 days left. And he's about 1% funded. So if you really are enjoying this this uh, podcast and the other things that Jeff's doing, I would recommend you to go on the TeacherCast uh, channel and you know check out his uh, PodFund campaign. Yes, please. Any any amount of, of um, contribution helps, even if it's just a couple dollars. So thank you so much for everyone who's already contributed and for anyone who's thinking about it at this point. 
So, you know what? I was looking in okay. the chat room. I saw. I was Brian. just going to say that. <laughs> oh, I was going the, we're like all in the chat room tonight. I know. I, I'm so really liking. On. Brian has has uh, posted a couple cool things, but one of the things he said that that caught my eye was that he works at home as well. He uses Google Voice, uh, of Google Voice app to call parents from his home yes. and answer emails from home. So one of the things that that would actually help me, the the Google Voice app. I I, yeah. I didn't realize that, but um. Because I like to to call, and I usually like to call later in the afternoon if I can, you know, like early evening. That's when I can. I feel like I can catch them. So I'm assuming that that's just a way that they don't, they can't necessarily trace where you're calling from. Do you use right. that? You know what I did um, when I, especially when I taught, I used it because that was kind of when it first came out. And with teaching band and choir, we had a lot of you know, um, events, solo and ensemble, things like that. And it, and it required them to be able to get a hold of us, you know, at different, at different times during the day, especially when we were traveling for anything. So I used that a lot. But what I did when I got this job, and I was actually talking uh, to some of my fellow principals at a meeting last Thursday, is I actually purchased um, another cell phone. I have a separate cell phone for work. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is the, I mean, the, the biggest, the biggest reason we purchased it was, um, I, we all have Apple products at my house. That's, it's what everything is. And at school, we have a one-to-one -one iPad program. All the teachers have iMacs. We've got Apple TVs. That's, we are, we are Apple. My husband works for a company and he's in charge of the mobile, uh, mobile and website experience. And we have nothing that is, Android to test <laughs> nothing at all. Right. So he was like, you know, we really should get something. And I said, well, why don't we think about? We'll get me a phone because you know we've got the family plan, plan where it's you know ten bucks a month to add right. on a phone number, um, and then the the data and whatnot. But by doing that, and we can write it off. So by yeah. doing that, it allows me to have a phone that's in the same area code as the rest of my family's because mine is from where I lived before, and that's not normally a big deal when you live you know, somewhere where there are a lot of area codes that are all mixing together. But here, you know, most people don't give the area code when they're giving a phone number. So right. that's, you know, that's, that's a very different situation. So I was able to get, and so now I have a cell phone that is completely, it's purely for, that's where I keep my work email. That's what I do all my work texting on. That's what I have my, um, my work phone calls go to. And it's nice because I've, I've started to adopt a no, working on Saturday policy because okay. I, I could work 24 hours a day, seven days a week and be happy right. because I love right. this job and I love everything that I'm doing, but I know that I need to have downtime. And so what I've started doing is I, I take that phone and I, I put it, I turn it off and I let it charge on my counter in my kitchen and I just leave it there until Sunday morning. Very and then I check out my emails and whatnot um, my secretary has my other phone number. So if something, you know, if the school is burning down or if there's something that's really necessary, she knows how to get a hold of me. But that allows me to just step away. And I feel like for me, I need that. I think that's so, a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really, really helpful. Um, because I, I didn't, you know, somebody in here had mentioned, somebody in the chat room had mentioned that. They had a, um, I want to try to find it, that they had a divorce and the divorce was partially attributed to a ridiculous amount of working and mm -hmm. long hours or something to that effect. I'll try to find it. Oh, here it is. Um, it, what, uh, this will, my first divorce in part was from working long hours and, and it's true. Um, and this is John. Um, 
John had asked, you know, how do you maintain balance? And John, that's one of the ways that I do because I, my first divorce ended, well, my first marriage ended in divorce. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it was partially, partially because of, you know, working long hours. And I mean, there were obviously, as in any divorce, there are many other situations, but or reasons behind it. But part of it was the fact that I was working a lot. And so when I got remarried, and you know, my husband also has a job that requires him to work a lot. The, the idea was, how do we do this and not, um, you know, not mess up the family work balance? Yeah, so. that's a that's a great that's a great question because you know we have um, in our district we have access to uh, phones from the district. Oh, they're BlackBerry. <laughs> and uh, anybody I, use those? No, yeah, no, they don't. That's the funny thing. They don't. Oh, yeah. You know, everyone has just kind of like converted over to right. you know using their own phone, which actually isn't really a smart thing because it's not like we're getting reimbursed for this. Well, that's so, right. So you're right. Like e either we should, e you know, either we should be using the district phones, or we just shouldn't be doing stuff, you know, on the weekend, which is really hard. But I've read it some is. things about like um, other principals or superintendents that like they literally like if they have a, a school issued phone that they will give it out they will publicly you know put it everywhere so you know because their theory is that if anyone needs to catch them at any time they can um i don't know if um if he does if, if it's that exact type of thing but i do know that chris lehman i've been actually out to dinner with chris lehman and he's oh, okay. had um He's had his phone and he's talked about, oh, you know, you know, I got to get I got to take this because this is an upset student or something like that. So I, I don't know if he has a, you know, a different policy on that where he just, you know, once again, allows, you know, the kids to have access to the work phone or whatever. Right. But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of people who think that, you know, it's like if the district's paying for it, you know, then you can. I stopped using mine just because it was a, a Blackberry and I really tried, but it it just wasn't working. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> there's a lot going on in the chat room right now. <laughs> Mr. Mealy says, Mr. Mealy says, divorce administrators, what? What? <laughs> I know, it's hard to believe, I'm sure. Um, the, there, you know, there's there's a point where, where you say, and, and, you know, some people are saying things at Disney. Um, we're at Disney last year, and I love that she had to put out a work fire before I did. Um, there, you know, there are things that... There are some situations that require you to have to have the phone on you. You know, right. when I go to Grand Rapids, my work phone will be on me and I will be available the whole time I'm gone because the school is in session and right. I will not be there. Right. And so I feel that at those times, it is absolutely necessary. And and evenings until 830, 9 o'clock, absolutely. My phone is on. I'm answering my emails if they come in and, and they are... Um, they are something that needs to be answered tonight, but I'm, I'm constantly monitoring things as carefully as I can. However, we've, we've worked really hard. Um, you know, like I said, in my family to create this work life balance right. and the, you know, the families at my, at my building understand that too. And so they're always, even when they call, you know, on a snow day, my favorite was we had a couple snow days and we had, um, you know, we had like six in a row, I think at one point right after, right at the end of Christmas break. And the parents were, 
felt bad about calling me on a snow day. And I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm still working. It's not like you're calling me at 10 p.m. on a Saturday. Right. right. You know, it's a different story. So it's, you know, it's really all about Brian Alabeck brings a, a good point about Google Voice, because the, the really nice thing about Google Voice, having a Google Voice number is that your your voicemails will come in as text. So and Google Voice does a really good job at at um, transcribing them as text. So you can look at the voice oh, okay. message. Yeah, that's a really, really yeah, huge he, point to that. Um, Brian said something like he has a business card in his front office for his parents with his Google Voice number. He's yeah. instructed his staff to give the parents that number so uh, he can keep his priorities to work with teachers and students while they're in school. They can read, then I can read a voicemail message from a Google Voice to determine if I delegate the call or call later that night or the next day. Right. The nice thing about that is it really takes, it's like reading a text or a short email. You oh, know, it, okay. it can come to you as a text message. So you decide when you set up the Google Voice number whether you want the Google Voice to be transcribed. And if you do, if you want it to come to you as a text message or as a an email. So you can see immediately, you know, 35 seconds after the voicemail comes, you've got a text message that tells you what is in that voicemail. So you know, without having to listen to it, because it's, you know, it's the same amount of time. Right. For some reason, pulling out your phone and listening to a voice message feels like so much more of a distraction to me than reading a quick voicemail or an email. You know, and also, um, Somebody else on here says they use a Google spreadsheet for my secretary to keep a phone log. Um, is that part of what uh, works really well because she can see uh, when I return the call? Is that part of Google too? It's You can use it as a, you know, a Google Doc or make a Google Form, but it's not uh -huh. part of the Google Voice itself. Um, we do that. My staff does that. Um, we have I created a form at the beginning of the year for parent phone calls so mm -hmm. they log when they called their parents and it you know it talks about you know when and and why and who the student was et cetera, et cetera, so that we have a, a log of when the parents were contact, contacted and for what but that's a, I, I never thought about doing it with my secretary um that's actually a, a really really good idea is to have okay. a google form or a google spreadsheet going I'm going to have to check that out because I don't I don't have one but I like the way like Brian had set that up where yeah. you know you give the 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 onus on the parent or the or whatever to you know contact you but it's it's through Google Voice. I mean yeah. most of my teachers have my personal cell phone number. Of um, course. They they can text or or call. Um although I will say that one time I had to talk with um uh my union rep um they it wasn't like um like an official like um problem but i had texted one of my teachers during the day it was something that wasn't a very mm -hmm. positive thing that they were doing and right. um they did not like that and and it's so funny because you know the kind, the kind of thing i took away from it was like it's, i guess if i would have said something was going very nice that would have been fine uh but since right. i had sort of reprimanded them i just was pointing something out uh that that was not appropriate so okay. um, yeah it's it's tough you know and that's that's probably a really good a really good topic for another for one of right, our, right, our right. next shows um the one thing i will throw in about google voice is that the probably my favorite thing besides the transcribed voicemails is that you can set within google and it's just like you know your email settings it's set up the same way 
you can set, you can create groups of contacts and you can have different voicemails for each of those groups. You mm -hmm. can also set a do not disturb so that it doesn't ring your phone, you know, between the hours of 9 p.m. and 6 a.m., your phone does not ring from the Google Voice number. It sends them okay. immediately to voicemail. You know, so it's, I mean, there are a lot of really amazing, um, you know, amazing features with Google Voice and it's free. You know, that's the, that's okay. the hardest part. It's free. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the other thing that, that um, and I hopefully I'm pronouncing his name right, but Herber uh, said the best thing about using his own phone is that it, it, the records cannot be requested by a court. I give them uh, my number to anyone I choose and not the answer. So I guess that would be the opposite of, you know, if you had your, your work cell right. phone, you know, that that could be, um, I guess, part of a, right. a court document. Um, wow, I can't believe yeah. it is 10 27. And we didn't even get to everything because oh. we were going to talk about like community events and you know, right. the after, the after school, you know, the activities, oh. you go to board meetings, all that kind of stuff. But you know what? We're just going to have to to wait until part next two. time. Yeah, yeah it's just going to have to be a part two. Yeah. So I let's think, talk um, about our principles to follow on Twitter. What do you think? Well, I wanted to say that, um, do you, <laughs> okay, so Jessica couldn't be here, but she wanted to, I'll, I'll uh, do hers. You, you want to do hers? hers? Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I want to give a shout out to Thad Haynes. He's an assistant principal in Ohio. He is at T-H-A-D-H-A-I-N-E-S. He's a really cool dude. Um, I met him at the Bammies probably two years ago. Just have kept in, in contact with him. Um, he does a lot of a lot of great stuff. He's a super healthy guy, so I always see him posting stuff about bike rides and CrossFit and all that kind of stuff. And then I always see him at events too. He's always, you know, tweeting from you know the basketball game or the wrestling match or you know he goes to a lot of different events. Uh, very, you know, um, fine and performing arts, all that kind of stuff. So he's a really good guy. I recommend to to follow him. And actually, Teresa, he's part of the book. Um, that I'm working on. Very good. Too. So you'll be kind of in contact with him eventually. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes, I'm very excited about that in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we'll have to talk more about Dr. Spike Cook's book. Yeah. Coming up soon. We have a Spike, I have to tell you just to, you know, throw some ridiculousness into the conversation. I don't know if anybody watches. I know, we've been so serious can... tonight. It, it, I know, I when know. it's just you and I, oh my God, we've been so serious. Know, we're like, no oh, jokes and anything. The heck! So, um, <laughs> because we got them all in before Jeff hit record. <laughs> he said you're live. We were ridiculous for the ten minutes before That's that. That's true. Um, or four minutes, you know, as I got on. But um, yeah, I don't know if anybody in the chat room watches Michigan basketball. I am um, a Michigan alum, so don't hate, don't judge me <laughs> for any of you who hate Michigan. Don't judge. Um, but I got my master's from the University of Michigan, so. Nice. I have. Um, yes. So I am. But my husband is Michigan State alum. So there's a uh, lot of tension yeah. in our home between, you know, September and December. And then again, between, you know, October and March. So it's kind of tough here. But the uh, we have a we have one of our superstars who's about I don't know, he's probably five foot nine. But his name is Spike Albright. Albright. Oh, Albright. that's right. Yeah. I, I saw him last year in the tournament. Yes. That kid is un. Stoppable, but his name is not actually Spike. It's not. I know. I always check that out when I hear yeah. it. Yeah, his name is Michael. I think. What is is your is your name really Spike? Yeah, my name's really Spike. <laughs> I have it on my 
my birth certificate and See, everything. That's, my husband asked me, I said, I think so. I think yeah. so. And you're really a doctor. You're really a doctor, Spike. I am a really a doctor. I'm not a medical doctor. You wow. know, but, that's, I, <laughs> but if you're a medical <laughs> doctor, your ankle might be better by now, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like um, Dr. Rick Marshall from the very famous movie Land of the Lost. Will Ferrell, remember it? I don't, but I. Oh, he was so funny, and he's like, "I'm a doctor, but I'm not a medical doctor." doctor. He was like a historian or something, archaeologist. Same different, no. So (laughs) it's fantastic. So you're a doctor. All right, so yeah, I'm a doctor. Hey, doctor, and you're a spike. (laughs) It's like we're meeting all over again. I know. Who are you again? I don't and know. So, I knew it. Now we're getting silly. See, whenever Teresa and I get together, it. I know. It's so jokes. bad. It's so bad, but so much fun. So, um, doctor, or no, not, he's not a doctor. He <laughs> might be, but that's not in his Twitter handle. Greg Miller at MillerG6, the number six, at MillerG6. Greg Miller, he is an assistant superintendent of school division in Northern Alberta, Canada. And um, he, his blog is gregmillerprinciple.com. And he is Jessica's follow for the week. And I was going to go ahead and give my follow for the week. And it is not someone who is, um, who is a principal, but it's someone that we all know and who just got a job as a principal. And I think we all know who it is. It is Mr. Todd. I always say his last name wrong. Nelson Lee. Yeah. Yes. He just got a job as a principal in Texas. So I believe, I believe he's starting uh, next year, but you can follow his, um, follow him at tech ninja Todd. And um, I'll talk to him this week about how excited he is to be a principal. And we'll, uh, you know, you can follow his, his pre first year principal jitters at, uh, at tech ninja Todd. That's awesome. Yes. And you know what? I also um, am looking forward to following the hashtag for McCall. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure. It is M-A-C-U-L-1-4. Okay. So um, I, I want to send some things out so that, that uh, you know, you guys all meet yeah, up and please. say hello to each other. So Yes, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Um, all right. So we want to thank our sponsor, storyboardthat.com. Remember our Loyal teacher cast followers can enjoy 25% off of any package uh, at purchase today through storyboardthat.com slash teachercast. Uh, make sure to support them. And also, you know, our good friend and producer Jeff Bradbury is doing a pod fun campaign. Uh, please go on his uh, website, teachercast.net, for more information on that. And um, Make sure to follow TeacherCast at TeacherCast on Twitter. That sounds great. And please remember that you can uh, find us at principalcast.com. And please, 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 if you are subscribing to us through iTunes, please go to iTunes and give us um, a rating in the iTunes store. That helps us get more views, uh, et cetera. So I think, Spike, is it time? I think it is. All right. It's time. So everyone... Principal cast out. Have a great week.